developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Well, hey, friends, welcome to Clutter Free Academy, where our goal is to help you take small, doable steps to live every day with less clutter and more life. And I'm here with Tanya Kubo, and we're going to, we're just getting to it, Tanya. We do not have time to waste with chit chat today. Okay. I'm ready. Um, would you say that this is one of the top three most popular topics or popular makes it sound fun? And, yeah, no. yeah, it's not fun. I would say this is a highly acute pain point among yes. our listeners and the members of our Clutter Free Academy Facebook group. Yeah. Okay. I I like I like what you're going with there. Okay. This is about... Um, and we, you and I have both lived through this circumstance, having parents that need to declutter. And I'm just, I'm going to say that just like it is because mm. your mom was a hoarder. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even so much decluttering. She needed to change her whole life, which was never <laughs> yeah. going to happen. Right. My dad left to his own devices. It would have been the same thing, but, um, helping your parents. And why do you think our parents come to us? Why do, why do you think our parents, I'm, I'm going to be even more forthright here. Why do you think our parents feel that it's our responsibility to take care of their clutter? Because it happens one or three ways. I really need help with this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I need you to come and help me. Or this will all be yours when I die. Like, <laughs> I, it's a cartoon, but it's also the truth, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I just had somebody write in who said, my mom and stepdad told me point blank, you know, this will all be yours to deal with when we die. And she goes, I, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. So why do you think our parents feel like it's our, why aren't they reaching out to a friend? Or why aren't they reaching out to an organ. I don't know. Why, why is it us? Well, I, I think we do know, but we don't like the answer. Um, okay. and we, it's the fear, the guilt and the shame. They don't yeah. want their friends to know how yeah. they live. That's right. True. Yeah. And even like in my mom's case, you know, I had a conversation with her best friend and mm -hmm. her best friend was just like Tanya. Like we weren't speaking when she died because you know how many times I tried to help her. She'd call me and she'd say that, you know, it was all because you wouldn't help her, that she right. tried Tanya, to get your help. And Tanya won't help me. It was always Tanya's fault. And it was Tanya's mm -hmm. fault for decades. And mm -hmm. she's like, so I went and, you know, she goes, and there was like three or four times I went and I just helped her with her car and got so frustrated two months later to see the car in worse condition. Right. And I was, you know, and then, so her friends partially apologizing to me for believing that everything was always my fault, mm -hmm. partially apologizing to me for what she knew I inherited. Right. And also 
trying to defend herself because my, my mom's friend felt like, well, if I was a true friend, my best friend wouldn't live like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I say to our listeners today, the same thing that I said to her, which is it was never about help. Yeah. Right. But it's so, yep. it's so easy. And we all have to remember specifically a hoarding. And I know that this is clutter, right? Which is not the mm-hmm. same as hoarding, but mm-hmm. specific to hoarding, we're looking at a mental illness that causes yeah. disordered perspective. Right. What is said and what is seen is not always true, mm-hmm. but it hurts us because it feels true. When it they does say feel it. true. And, you know, most of the people we're talking to here have cluttery parents, not hoarder parents. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely want to make sure that that's known. But I would say for me, it's the guilt. Like, why wouldn't you want this stuff? Why isn't your heritage important to you? Why, mm-hmm. you know, da, 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 da. And my, my grandmother and I don't have the same lived experience. What was important to her, because it was her grandmother who, you know, gave her milk and cookies after she mm-hmm. got home from school. That's not my lived experience. And I just look at it as, um, you remember the the uh, boulder that was rolling down towards, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of um, the Covenant of the Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, it's rolling towards yeah. Harrison Ford. And I, I picture our inherited stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's that boulder's getting bigger <laughs> as it's coming towards us, yeah. right? And um, I... You know, there was a meme out recently that was like, um, inheritance is just peer pressure from dead people. Like Ooh. all that stuff, right? Right? That is good. It's so good. And it's like, this doesn't have the same meaning to me, but the people who are giving it to us are saying, but it should. But it that's, doesn't. I mean, that's the big thing, right? It's the judgment. So going back to the original question, which is, you know, my parents, I mean, how I heard that question, regardless of how it was intended is, yeah. I don't have to deal with this because I'm going to die and then you can deal with it. Right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the ultimate deferred decision on the parents right. part. Right. Yeah. But also there's this measure of, I can't, because I, I do try to be sympathetic on both sides. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously I tend to be biased on the side that I was on. <laughs> um, right. But I think there's a measure of I can't bear to see you not care about this as much as I do. Right. So I'm going to hold on to it until I'm gone. And then I won't know what you choose to do with it. Yes. But there is just a whole heap of guilt that gets piled on in the process. And I don't think it's intended. But it makes you feel I, I like think, when your parents are gone, you can't do anything with it, right? I, I think that there are some parents who intend it. I don't think that was that's ever been my family situation. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that um, there are parents who use that as a form of control. And mm-hmm. it's not healthy. But I that wasn't our situation. So here's yeah. my next question. We were talking a little bit before the show started. And... Your question was, are you the one who can help? What are they asking for? 
Mm-hmm. Are they asking for your help? So explain what you were unpacking there before. Yeah, well, because so here, the, the way the question comes to us usually is I need to help my parents declutter and yet they won't let me help them, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have to do a little digging. And what I find is there's usually three scenarios. So one is, yes, the parents genuinely want help. They call you right. up and they say, enough is enough. I've had it up to here, whatever the reason is, right? And Mm -hmm. then they say, I need your help. Please come and help me do this. So that's scenario one, right? They ask the direct question for help. Scenario two is they're venting, complaining, or quite possibly just saying what they think you want to hear, which is, oh gosh, this house is, you know, is out of control, The house Mm -hmm. is overwhelming. I really need to get rid of stuff. I really wish there was less stuff, right? But they're really talking in these broad generalizations out to the ether. And we hear like, yes, they finally see what I see. They want my help. When in reality, they don't. They want us nowhere near their stuff. They don't want to part with it. They're just, I don't know. They're just uh, uh, philosophizing, I guess. And then the third is... They are perfectly content to live like they live, have everything that they have, but we struggle with feeling guilty that our parents are living in the conditions they're living in. And and I can tell you firsthand, Kathy, I was here for for about a decade where it's like every person who goes to my mom's house and isn't let inside is Mm -hmm. judging me as this horrible daughter who lets her mom live in a house where nobody can go inside. Yeah. Right. And the fact is, my mom didn't want my help. I did that. You know, I was 19. I knew she was going to be gone. And I went and I did what I did to the house. And she was surprised and happy for all of about five minutes before the panic and the fear and the right. anger set in. Yeah. Because she where did you put did this? What did help. you do with this? Right. Right. But okay. I was projecting what I thought a good daughter should do onto my yeah. mom. Okay. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita, Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. So we're going to, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how, how do you actually decide whether you get involved and help and what that looks like. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you and make the most of the opportunities that come your way. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you, the empowered version of you. As you all know, I am a huge believer in therapy, not just for those times when trauma has entered my life, but for those times when I need, let me just say it, a little extra support. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp has been a great option for me. It's not only convenient, flexible, and affordable, 
But the best benefit for me is that it is entirely online with a live therapist. It's, you guys, it's just been great. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash clutterfree today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clutterfree. Okay, I am back with Tanya Kubo, and we're talking about how to help older relatives declutter. Mostly this is your parents, but it could be aunts and uncles, grandparents, whoever it is that if they actually do want your help, like, and I think oftentimes these parents, they want less clutter, but they don't want to get rid of things. I think it's also how we operate and how our children operate. So Mm -hmm. I think this is a universal thing. Like our kids would love a clean room, but if it means making decisions, no, thank you. Um, And I feel that right now. I don't know about you. We are recording this in January. It is the post-holiday chaos at our house. And I'm like, I feel like the house is closing in on me. Now, it's Mm -hmm. not. But it's how I feel. And I want to get rid of a bunch of stuff. But when I get, say, do I want to get rid of this? Well, no. Do I want to get rid of it? No. You know, so, no, I want the house to be clean, tidy, decluttered, but I actually don't want to make any decisions, which is right. such a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. And I think we all deal with that, right? Like Brian always jokes about, he really wants pictures on the walls, but mm-hmm. he doesn't want to decide which pictures go on the walls. I, I feel him 100%. <laughs> right? I get so that So we have deeply. bare walls because it's like, I, I don't want that responsibility either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my question. Mm-hmm. If if we have decided that our parents actually do want to declutter, whether yeah. it's necessity or desire, they want to have less stuff, or maybe um, they are downsizing, and you know the the five bedroom house that they had when they had all the kids, and then they were able to shove things into those extra bedrooms because the kids all moved out, mm-hmm. but now they want to you know. They want a, a spiffy new two bedroom condo or something like that yeah. in a fun place or, you know, so how, how do we, okay. We, if they've decided, yes, I want to move forward, but they're still resisting. I don't even know if, what my question is here. I think that maybe is it, is there a time where you just say, it's better to wait until they have to move and they have to make those decisions or um, how do I say this? Is well, it I think better? what you're asking, Kathy, oh, if I can just yeah. jump in, I, I mean, yeah. I think what you're asking is um, at what point mm-hmm. do you choose that now is the time to have the conversation and fight the battle mm-hmm. and when it's better to just enjoy them while they're on this planet and deal with it on your own or with other survivors once they've gone someplace else. Well, and that's what I was trying to say when they make the big move to the sky. Like I, (laughs) I, yeah. What's the polite way of saying they cross the rainbow bridge. I don't know. But I mean, that's where I was with my mom. Right. Is And I mean, it was, you know, for me, it was probably about 15 years before she actually died where, you know, I was just like, this is, 
definitely something that's important. And this is Mm -hmm. not a conversation I can ever have with her. So this is a decision I'm making today so that when she is gone and I am in grief and all of that stuff, it will be very easy for me to know what to do. Yes. And I had to do the same thing with my dad. There were two times that I was able to declutter with my dad Um, when they moved. So like everybody else had given up. They're like, we can't talk Mm -hmm. with him. We can't do it. And I understand why with my mom, my brother, you know, also said, nope, I'm out. So I was actually there with my dad as he was making decisions about what we were getting rid of. And I, my dad was a very unemotional person, except for when it came to his stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's, that was tough. And then once he passed, you know, that's the other time that we were actually able to declutter. And I give my mom a lot of credit for um, saying, you know, I can't force the issue. You know, he's yeah. not in an emotional place to do that. And so, um, and is there a time when you just say, mom and dad, you say you want to declutter, but you actually don't. So I can't help you. Yeah. And I, you know, I never could have talked to my mom that directly. Yeah. But, you know, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I know she's complaining. Yeah. But she is actually not open to me helping her. Right. And, you know, and in those scenarios, I would just say, well, mom, you know what? Like you do your best. And when you're ready, Mm -hmm. you're ready. And, you know, and my mom was ready about, and I I think there's just something to be said for people know things that we have no way of knowing they know them. It was about a week before my mom died that she started dealing with her stuff. Yeah. And in our next episode, we're going to come up, we're going to give you a couple of key things that you can do to have really good boundaries while you're doing this, but also, you know, give your, give your, it's going to give you some language to help you have these discussions. Yeah. Like, I feel like this episode's really been about like agitating the problem. Um, but yes. what I really, if all you do is hear this episode, I, I want to validate that mm-hmm. there are times where our parents seem to ask us for help and then resist us every step of the way. Right. Right. Well, let me just be honest with you. And you know, I love and adore my mom. Um, I don't know that the weekend after my dad passed was the best time to uh, start decluttering, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, some of his stuff uh, because she really resisted anything I suggested. Yeah. And I don't blame her. But what the the one little factoid, the one little piece of advice I will give you this episode that we can also carry into the next episode is if you can bring um, more of a third party into the situation, Mm -hmm. whether it is bringing them into the house or bringing stuff out onto the lawn. If, you know, if your family is like, no, I don't want anybody in my house. Great. Let's put it in the backyard. We can sort through it there or whatever. Uh, I would, I would hold something up and say, mom, what would you, and she, she could not let it go. She's just Mm -hmm. like, no, no, it's too soon. Roger, I'm not even joking, would hold up the same thing. And she says, yeah, we could donate that because the reality, Tanya, is that me asking came with too much emotional baggage. It right. was it was too loaded of a question. And you know? I think in some regards, right, is like you had history with whatever the thing was. 
Yes. And so it requires somebody coming in who doesn't remember when that thing was acquired, doesn't know Mm -hmm. that this is the thing that always came out during this special occasion to go, hmm, this does not seem practical. Right. Right. And so if you can get somebody that your parents love and respect or don't know and Mm -hmm. uh, but can be that gentle voice of how can we make this happen? Now, if they're still resisting at that point, um, it may be easier to wait until everybody has moved to a different address, whatever that may be. Yeah. And I have to say, Kathy, before we go to the, um, before we end today, I, I really think we all need to come to terms and um, develop some acceptance for letting people live how they live. Yes, you know, barring a true safety issue, if, if you know, like mm-hmm. human services agency is coming in because we have a serious problem, then it it can just be kinder to let them go. We don't need to impose our decluttering on somebody who is just not emotionally there yet. It's it's so true. Okay, we're going to come back next week and we're going to give you some really practical advice to help uh, those aging parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, maybe it's a brother or sister who really do want to declutter how you can support them. So we will be back next week. We hope you we hope you've enjoyed this, even though we've just opened this big old can of worms. We've just <laughs> pulled the scab off and now like wait another week. But you know what? That's what we do around here. We <laughs> highlight the problem and then we come in and fix it. Okay, friends, thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Clutter Free Academy. I'm Kathy Lip. Now go create the clutter free life you were always intended to live. so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 